Well, hello everybody. It's wonderful to have you with us. I pray wherever you are that you know that God is with you exactly in the place where you are. Well, I want to read a passage of scripture today and I'm going to stay here for a few days in our daily devotionals. Now remember, the whole purpose of the daily devotionals is to help us in our prayer life, to help us in our experience of God and to walk with God in our life. And and, and often God does something in our life and then there's a pause and then God does something in our life and then there's a wait for time and then God does something and it's almost like God works in our lives in steps. It's the first thing I want to talk about today. So I'm going to read a story and then I'll come back to it in the next few days. Now, Saul will become St. Paul. But where we're about to read, he's still Saul. and His name's not been changed to Paul just yet. Now, Saul was opposed to the Christians and he was persecuting them incredibly. And so we read in Acts chapter 9, verse 1. Meanwhile, Saul, still breathing threats and murder against the disciples of the Lord, went to the high priest and asked him for letters to the synagogues at Damascus so that if he found any who belonged to the way, men or women, he might bring them bound to Jerusalem. Now, as he was going along and approaching Damascus, suddenly a light from heaven flashed around him. He fell to the ground and heard a voice saying to him, Saul, Saul, why do you persecute me? He asked, who are you, Lord? The reply came, I am Jesus, whom you are persecuting. But get up and enter the city and you will be told what you are to do. The men who were traveling with him stood speechless because they heard the voice, but saw no one. Saul got up from the ground and though his eyes were open, he could see nothing. So they led him by the hand and brought him to Damascus. For three days he was out without sight and neither ate nor drank. Now, it's a great story and we're going to go on with it in the next few days. But I want to have a look at just verse 6. Now, this is a verse that well, maybe people wouldn't talk about often, but there's a real principle about how heaven works in our lives and many Christian people experience this along the way. And verse 6 says this, But get up and enter the city and you'll be told what you are to do. But get up and enter the city and you'll be told what you are to do. So here's Saul riding along on a horse. He's got authority. He's got letters from the high priest and he's traveling around and he's arresting Christians and he's sending them back to Jerusalem bound he's sending them back bound and he gets struck by a light it says and he hears a voice saying Saul Saul why are you persecuting me and 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 he says who is it and the and the voice says it's Jesus of Nazareth it's Jesus that you're persecuting and then and then then the Jesus says to him but get up enter the city and you'll be told what you are to do. Now there's a principle here as to how God works in our life. Very often as we are going about doing our everyday life at work, at study and retirement and all the things that we do, is that is that God leads us and wants to be part of our life, but the way God works is God does something and then there's some time, and then God works in our life and then there's some time, and then God does something and then there's some time that it seems that often God, God works with us in steps along the way. And so, and so here is 
Saul, he's had this encounter with Jesus. He's been knocked off a horse and then he gets and then he gets told, but get up into the city and you'll be told what to do. So now what I want you to do is the next thing. I want you to do the next thing. And when you've done the next thing, then, then something else will happen. Often in our faith walk with God, what we want is we want God to lay out all the details. We want God to tell us everything that we're meant to do. And then we say, okay, now I'll do it. And so in a sense, it doesn't become faith. But walking in faith, living our Christian life with God is sometimes responding to that which is right now, knowing that something else is coming, knowing that something else is coming. You might recall some weeks ago, I shared with you that I had been in another city and I very much felt like the Lord was saying to me, what I want you to do is I want you to establish another place to record in the country. And from there, you'll be able to uh, you'll be able to travel more easily and travel around the United States uh, and, and proclaim the gospel more easily. But I want you to do this. I said to the Lord, if you remember, I'm not sure how to do that. I, uh, you know, that's not in our budget to. And I said to the Lord, Lord, if you want me to, I'm going to need somewhere to live. I'm, you know, when I'm there, I'm going to need a car and I'm going to need a recording facility. I'm going to need an office and a recording facility. And I said to God, Lord, it's not in the budget, so I can't afford all of that. And if you remember the story I told you, I felt like God put this in my heart. And, and, but I didn't know how to do it. But I felt that I was meant to go to another city. And so I went to that city. And when I arrived, I had no one to meet with. I, I wasn't, no one knew that I was coming. And, and I arrived in this city and I sent a letter to people saying, hey, hey, I'm here, I'm going to pray for you. And that was all I did. And then some people, uh, different, uh, three different people, two of whom I had never met before, approached me and asked for time. And it was the next step. And as I met with them, they then, one by one, this very holy man started off and he, he started with, listen, you know, uh, when I shared with him, I, I feel like God is calling me to, to do this. He talked about, well, I've got a place that you can have to live. And then someone else came along and said, well, I have a place you could set up as a studio. And then someone else came along and said, well, I have a car. And all these things occurred within the space of just a few hours. Why? Because what I'd done was I had heard God say, I want you to go. I went. I had no idea what to do, but I had a sense God was going to do something. God was going to do something. See, for here, Saul has been knocked off his horse. And then what is, what is it says? But get up, enter the city, and you'll be told what you are to do. You will be told what you are to do. There's the faith walk, isn't it? So often in your life, and you know that feeling, you, you know the next step. But what you want to feel comfortable is, tell me all the steps. I want all the detail. And, and that makes so much sense because it's frightening walking in faith. It's frightening stepping in a direction. It's frightening in business setting out to spend money in a certain way because you feel a conviction. It's frightening knowing that you're going to have a conversation with someone, but you're not sure how it's going to go. It's frightening setting out in a particular path, but you sense it within your prayer and then it's the step of faith. And it's only when you've taken the step 
And God has seen, oh, he's walking, she's walking in faith, that God comes and gives the detail. And the key to all of that occurring is your prayer life. You're daily talking to God, being with God in your life. And after a while, you become more confident that God could do it, can do it. When I arrived in that city, not, not, not having any appointments, not having no one to see, meeting people I had never met before, I have to be very honest and transparent and say, I had a deep, deep sense of peace that God was going to do something, but I had no idea what. But I had to walk in the direction. And this is what Jesus is saying to Saul. Go, 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 and you'll be told what to do. It's the be told what you do that we all struggle with, isn't it? And so I want to encourage you in your prayer today that as you pray and as you step in the direction of God, keep saying to God, God, I'll walk in your direction. But Lord, build my faith, build my trust in you and God will. Well, one of the things that I have learned in my life, and I've been sharing about this in the last few days, is, is that we have to fight for the, places we have to, for the places we need to go. And in the last couple of days, I've told you about a new e- e-book that I have released called Fighting for Your Promised Land, that, that we don't get to where we want to go unless we really work at going in that direction. And for me, fighting for my promised land has been to step in the direction God has called me to go, sometimes when it hasn't felt logical, when other people have said to me, that's crazy. Well, that's what in this ebook that you can receive from us is a, and my gratitude for your support of what you're doing for you, all your help for the ministry. Uh, I prayed that it would bless you very much and it very much is linked to today's message. You can go to the give tab, you can go to the give, uh, go to this address and you can get it from there. And I pray that this really blesses you. Hey, why don't we pray together? Loving God, you look at everybody who's listening today. Lord God, I just pray that you would help them to grow in the steps of faith, walking in the direction that you call them, knowing that it's you speak, you act, and then, then we have to walk and wait, walk and wait, walk and wait. It's the walk of faith. Father, help us today. And Father, we make this prayer in the name of Jesus through the power of your Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all, everybody. See you tomorrow. And don't forget, wherever you are, God's never far from you.